<laughs> Failed. It sounds great with the pop filter. Does it? Yeah. Morning. Welcome to Don't Feed the Artists. I'm Hagen Houshield. Hagen seemed to have already clipped, even though I gave him a pop filter because he's so loud. God damn it. Sounds like my <laughs> fault, though. I'm Jackson Russo, and uh, we're Don't Feed the Artists. We're the only two today. Um, Everyone else sucks. Yeah. Um, anything up the top? <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. I, I was trying to think if there's anything we wanted to, you know, talk about before we get to the artist. Let, you, we'll let you guys we introduce yourself. here. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Hi, I'm Randall Minnick, and I'm in Felton Fur. I'm Jared Estes. I'm obviously in Felton Fur also. Wouldn't it be crazy if you weren't? Right. <laughs> I consult for Felton Fur. You know? <laughs> That'd yeah, be nice. Exactly. What, do you, what do you guys play in the band? I play synthesizers and a sampler. I also play synthesizers and a sequencer that is sequencing drum sounds. So it's like a drum machine, but it's not really a drum machine. But, uh, yeah. I was wondering if this was going to be a complicated answer or not. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and, yeah, because that comes down to, like, if anybody's ever seen you guys or when people see you guys, uh, you guys, it looks like you guys have a very complicated setup. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's actually gotten better over the years. So uh, it used to be really scary. So now it's yeah, uh, the panic least, attacks have yeah, gotten better. We, we don't bring we don't bring a bunch of amps anymore, and so it, you know. It, Haven't you narrowed it down to like just a couple DIs instead of whatever yeah. nightmare it was before? Oh yeah, exactly. Because I used to take around like a huge bass amp, and we would bring extra speakers, and he would have huge speakers, and our guitarist would have speakers, and you know it was just kind of a nightmare. So it's been nice <laughs> to uh, we can actually fit in one like car now, not even a. Uh, van or anything yeah. like that so it's kind of nice being That's... able to sedan tour would yeah. be really cool <laughs> yeah. you know like yeah. hop in the dad car and go across the usa you know that's yeah. one of those things that you guys have against like that traditional band with like drums and all that right. stuff yes yeah. hagan and i have we're in a three-piece and we're trying right. to still figure out how can we fit in one car without getting a van right yeah, yeah. We, we have the problem of uh consistently buying more things mm-hmm. uh, and adding more things to, to the setup. So I'm like, yeah, I could definitely just add another Tom to my setup. Why not? What's wrong with that? And then I try to load it in my car. And I'm like, that's why I haven't <laughs> been doing that. Yeah, and yeah. Now Jackson has three guitars that he uses for oh, our wow. sets, which is just awesome. Right. <laughs> three three nice size cases, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. And I've wow. been looking at those, like, I don't know if you've ever seen those mono bags. But yeah, they're super nice, but they're like three hundred dollars. Oh. Yeah, exactly. And I met someone who had one, and yeah. I talked to him. I was like, "So he got it as a present," and I was talking, Lucky. "So talk to me about the comparison of like this price compared to like the actual product." And he goes, "Yeah." Now knowing what I do now, I would definitely buy this like in a heartbeat. Like, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, cool. Oh, definitely. Well, yeah. He said he was like, "If you're thinking about it, just do it." And I was like. I don't know. That's still like three hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just They're for a super case. Nice. That's like a amp or something. You know, exactly. I mean, that's like that's a lot of fucking money. Like, yeah. So, uh, you guys are probably one of the most different guests musically that we've had on. Yeah, there. I, I looked up on y'all's Facebook and you called it like dream. No, uh, funeral pop. Funeral pop. <laughs> Doom disco. Yeah. Doom disco. Yeah, I almost yeah. said dream disco. Yeah. And dream that pop. That works too. I mean, That'd be cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's open to yeah. interpretation, you know. Yeah, but it, those are uh, two unique uh, monikers for your genre. So uh, I guess 
Is that what you guys call yourself? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we kind of just made it up to fit because we weren't really right. sure at the time. And I mean, we've even, I mean, we joke about changing it from that or just right. switching it to like electronic or something, you know, more generic. Because uh, at the beginning, I actually played guitar as well, which is kind of strange. I was really, really influenced by um, Nile Rodgers and the, the latest <laughs> Daft Punk. And I know that sounds really lame, but like that like nice kind of Donna Summers chords on top, really clean, just, I really liked it. And then and as, like funk riffs and stuff. Yeah, and you funk. Know. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, you know those nice little clean tones that you know are, as we found out, extremely hard to acquire, and why I just ditched it all in the first place because <laughs> yeah, I'm not a guitarist. But um, uh, we just kind of have grown. So yeah, like Doom Disco, not so much accurate anymore, but still uh, a cool, you know, little fun thing. Yeah, and we, nice we try name. to keep a some sort of you know. Still kind dance. of an upbeat dance oh, totally. side to things, and we always kind of try to add some sort of interlude or something that'll still kind of get back to that kind of more gotta long move, form. Man. Yeah, yeah dancey. So it's uh, fun. Those little genres I used to um, sit there and try to come up with just things that made no sense, like cubicle rock or uh, <laughs> yeah, right, I like, like that, uh, yeah. dance club reggae, that kind of <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, Something, yeah. Um, cardigan jazz exactly <laughs> yeah no those things are really oh, fun i think i know some of those guys <laughs> i think they're playing at dance tonight <laughs> yeah. um yeah so it, it's uh one of those things i i hate asking that genre oh yeah yeah it's that tricky. genre question because it, it it is a shitty question but it is one of those things it's like every time i'm talking to like one of my mom's friends or someone who yeah. doesn't listen to music like other than like just what's put in front of them, mm-hmm. it's like, well, what do you what do you sound like? It's like, well, I'll tell you what I wish I sounded like, but it's <laughs> yeah, not yeah, accurate. Yeah. Exactly, and the the title thing can be weird because like I mean I've seen people I know that are in like you know they can be in some kind of almost generic rock band, but because maybe they add one influence, like I've seen them be like we're experimental and all this, and yeah. it's just like, well, are you? You know, I mean it. it I mean, it, and it's all kind of to taste, and so sometimes I think it's good to be a little more, you know, kind of keep it back a little bit and, you know, yeah, not I get mean, too specific. But at the same time, you have to be careful because you can say you're an experimental rock band and you're really not. Excited, yeah, yeah, people think you're going to be all, you know, in crazy time signatures and doing something nuts. And it's like, no, nah, you just like turned on a delay for a little while or something. <laughs> and it's like, whoa. You know, maybe to them, they're just like, damn, dude. You know, but so you're it's telling like, me you two is not experimental? <laughs> I mean, they, you know, they get there sometimes. They, you know, <laughs> Eno was producing that shit. So, yeah, you know, that's I cool. Mean, yeah, I, I, that's the other thing about a lot of bands I see with genres is they just try to stack up as many genres as they can onto like onto themselves because like they listen to that one jazz band and that one indie band and they take inspiration from all of it. So exactly. they're jazz indie rock with experimental influences. Yeah. And it's like I'm like And you're you just like about? whoa, you know, you're yeah. Probably just indie rock or rock. Like why? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you yeah. get into that misgenreing where it just gets tough, you know. And I mean yeah. we get called a noise band all the time and yeah. we're just like I mean we're to us we're a pop band. You know, yeah. I mean or maybe not pop, but like we're writing songs to a degree you know i mean and even ours are long form and you know maybe there's not a lot of chord changes compared to something but like you know it's like we're not like a five minute set noise band or something yeah i I think that's like (laughs) that's one of the downfalls of like denton or the dfw area because if i were to show y'all's music to someone in la or just a friend somewhere else. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Say like, oh, what genre is this? They'd be like electronic and layman's exactly, terms. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because people know that yeah. you like it, 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 there really are like scenes and clicks oh, kind of yeah, yeah. in Denton, and it's and like if Dallas, you, and 
No, oh, definitely. Thing. Yeah, yeah. If you go to enough of one thing, suddenly they're like, oh, well, because of that, they're in this or whatever. You know yeah, what I mean? It's just like, it gets complicated, you know? It's, yeah, and, and yeah. I think that's why people call you guys noise. Where, definitely, I, I mean, yeah. and, and it's not even that that's a bad thing. It's just, it's yeah, 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 yeah. It exactly. really is a misnomer. Exactly. Right. Yeah, you just, you don't want to be mislabeled, you know, right. in any way. So it's, it gets tricky. You know? Yeah, it, it's weird because people will call like bands like thin skin noise. And I was like, yeah, they have yeah. sections that are, you know, noisy, noise, but, right. but that's punk. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's totally. like they're like a riot girl crazy you know exactly. yeah. nutty band like they're it just awesome, comes yeah. down that they're talking about social groups instead of the actual music which exactly. is just a shame yeah 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 exactly but it's you know it's yeah hard. <laughs> yeah i guess it's uh good to point out that you do you two do have a third member in felton for yes. alicia yes. She she's sings here. and yeah plays guitar does mm-hmm. yep. she play anything else in the band um not really she's played keyboards and stuff before but uh right. yeah for the most part just guitar and uh she affects her vocals in different ways right it's hard for me to keep track of yeah. y'all set up yeah oh yeah definitely yeah. definitely lots of toys yeah i mean I'll, I'll keep saying it like i don't know if there's any pictures of y'all sets out there but like it i've helped y'all like carry stuff into like shows before <laughs> and it's just like just cases full of synthesizers and just <laughs> yeah, sequencers yeah. and all that kind of stuff oh, so yeah. like when it's in front of you you're just like who's playing what it makes no sense to <laughs> yeah, me but can, that's cool it can be tricky yeah, and it you know especially if you're even if you're doing sound and you're more accustomed to a band it can be hard to understand that jared and i are both doing lead sounds and bass sounds so just you know in that and saying that in a really kind of simplified way, I mean, just that sort of idea can throw people for a loop because they're just like, maybe they're used to one person playing guitar and one bass or whatever, you know? And so, I mean, it it can get where they're just like, oh, wait, you're... Because I've had sound guys where, you know, they thought like, oh, well, because you're doing a lead thing, I was trying to turn this up and that up, and you know? And so it can it can be a little difficult sometimes for them. They kind of, they just have to think of us differently, I think, you know, so and it, it helps. when we're talking about that kind of stuff, and sorry to get technical for no, anybody no, no. listening. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've had that happen before where I think Hagen went off on like uh, a drummer type oh, yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like yeah, him yeah, and Brack. Yeah. happened, yeah. Just started talking oh, yeah. about drums easy. nonstop. And <laughs> we even like, sound oh, the way nice, here. Yeah. It's like, just don't get too technical. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. And I got technical <laughs> in the first three minutes of you asking me questions. That's definitely cool. Yeah, I mean, like, that is that is the purpose of this podcast i feel like in some way but it at goes the same back time, and forth really yeah exactly. there are yeah, like yeah. there are listeners like my mom and she mm-hmm. doesn't know anything about like she, <laughs> right. she's like yeah, she's yeah. like i just want to listen yeah they don't yeah. want to hear you talk about yeah like, but we're you know, you know favorite delay pedal or something. Her. <laughs> right information so uh what i was trying to get towards is um when it comes to you know changing from being more of a rhythm piece to uh elite uh sound yeah um in your ideal setup, would you say have your own kind of mixer on stage and just tell like the sound guy, just be, Hey, laissez faire about it. Let me do my thing. Just make sure I'm heard that kind of thing. Or. Yeah. I mean, I think so. It's, you know, and, and we've gotten more and more to that point where it's almost like, just give us what you're giving the audience and Mm -hmm. we'll kind of, you know, give us the limits and kind of let us go if you can, because we're going to hit, a lot of different sizes and shapes and so we he and i each have a mixer that we're kind of controlling and and as we sometimes we even kind of bring our own little pa behind us so we'll have to start having another one that's almost just like an identical mix you know yeah. going behind us just for it so yeah it, it it helps more for us to almost consider that you know it's they're really doing sound for our mixers you know and we're just kind of 
yeah, doing what, our own thing from there. What's what, what's the, what's the monitor mix like for you guys? Do you guys just like have everything come through, or is mm-hmm. it? Well, then that's ideal, but you know it can be tricky when we we've played a lot of places in the last few weeks. We've had a few shows where it was very minimal setups and uh, only having maybe two monitors for all of us to share. It's not ideal, and so it can be really tricky and. Uh, isn't always good, you know. We had one a couple of weeks ago where it was it was a little tough because we just didn't have enough monitors. Can't hear anything. And yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah you, was, you, guys, you guys do house shows, right? Oh, yeah, that, that we bring be, the little PA. And for that's that. when we okay. bring our own PA because otherwise it's it's too much. You know, at best you'll have speakers out that are strong enough, but right. you know we still it's it's usually not enough. So like even the the last fest we played with y'all, we brought. Yeah. Our own. We, we brought a sub anyway, and I think we may have brought speakers too, but yeah. I mean, it was like, you know, it's just necessary for us to have that same kind of volume that a band can create on their own right. without anything, you know. Have you guys looked at, like, doing, like, a like a in-ear system for you guys? We thought about it. It's expensive as hell. Yeah, that's the main thing. Expensive is. as hell, and part of it is, like, I know, and this is weird, like, electronic, but, like, Part of it is is the big sound, like the, the yeah, like right. we want to crank the volume, we want to feel it. Like when we practice, yeah. it's like we practice that volume. You know, like yeah. we're not, uh, yeah. you know, and we are, you know, lucky enough to have a space where we can do that, where we have two big old amps and then our PA as well to go in, and you know, we're each going through like three fifteens and tweeters a piece, and that's where <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're yeah. shaking the walls, and yeah. my roommates they don't get mad, but they they can't escape it. You know, yeah. like they gotta go outside <laughs> yeah. if they really want to not hear yeah, it. You exactly. know, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it can be it can be it can really be tricky. tricky with some venues. And and you know, as much as I would love to like bring all of that, you know, everywhere we went, it's just it's not feasible. Again, with all the other stuff, it's like I can't be bringing two grand with me and and like lifting these two hundred pound cabs on top. It's 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 less to worry about. Really, is the yeah, is what right. it really boils down right. to. It's like yeah. I got too many other things that could go wrong. I don't want to gig this you know mm-hmm. this giant amp from that I love and have you know conditioned and kept in great care and then now yep. i'm gigging that and that's taking wear as well you know we're again going back to the old analog since we're playing it's like i've had several of mine repaired and then from just gigging them you know and then you know you play more and more things happen get repaired so it's all about like keeping like a, again on like a, a line of like stability <laughs> yeah. of all yeah. things like the sound the, the hardware like how yeah. we can control it and yeah, some people's Mini like rant, setups sorry. have gotten crazy that I've seen just locally. I mean, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. once you know you're big enough, you can obviously have you know a help. crazy setup, right? Because right? you have people helping. It's mm-hmm. you know somebody's job; they're getting paid to help you. But like I've seen like uh, Mark from uh, you know the Heavy Baby crew. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. with that giant bass cap. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. That thing, like every time I've seen him at like a house show or something, mm-hmm. he'll put it on the wall, and it. <laughs> It shakes the walls so much. I remember one time, I'm the type of person who likes to stay in the back of the crowd and kind of just lean up on the wall or something. Sure, yeah, yeah. But he had it on the wall, and it was <laughs> rattling the wall so much that I was like, I can't sit on this wall. So it was just yeah, nuts. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, It's yeah. just that, that difference in, you know, still being able to bring the volume and not. It's like our lives are almost easier now when we're playing at, like, a normal venue, you know, mm-hmm. if we're playing at Dan's or somewhere in Dallas that's, you know, RBC or whatever, just because it's like, there's so much we don't have to bring. There's, you know, just a shitload of monitors everywhere. I can, mm-hmm. we can drag the drum ones over behind us and, you know, yeah, we, you know, we have nice. tons. Really nice. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll always just turn the drum one around and just be like, just fucking hit us, you know, yeah. like, I'm like, turn it up everywhere, everywhere, yeah. louder, louder, you know, like, so when we play a house show or anything small, it's almost like, 
after after the last few shows we've done, we're just like we have to bring a PA every time. Every time, small, you know? no matter what. Now, can't yeah. can't take shortcuts. Yeah, unless Damn. it's a unless they have subs there and like we know they have a few monitors. Otherwise, it's just like shit. You know, we really kind of have to. So, yeah, yeah. Because again, we are hitting those full yeah. frequencies like, right every mm-hmm. time. You know. Yeah, the the scope of it. It's like if we don't have a sub, like it's gonna just sound muddy as shit. You know, and so it's gonna it's fart like, out. Yeah, it's gonna exactly. fart out and not sound good. And mm-hmm. that's it. And, not that we sonically fight, but yeah, we're all coming through those mix. So it's like, yeah, he'll turn up a little bit. I'll turn up a little bit. Please, will turn up a little bit. He'll turn up a little bit. I'll turn up a little bit. And then before you know it, it's just like, yeah. and it's like yeah. that sounded really weird, but the crowd liked it, so cool. All right, yeah, you know, yeah, it sounded yeah. great. You know, exactly. That's one of those things where it's just like it's both like a perk and a like negative that you have that volume knob right there on your keys uh-huh. exactly. and your sequencers right. whereas like for a guitarist or a bassist it's like maybe you have a volume uh pedal but you can only get up so much so without yeah. turning, turning around, around grabbing your amp exactly. and turning it up and exactly. it's just like so it's a lot more of a commitment <laughs> oh yeah yeah so yeah, that yeah that must be one of those things. We have a volume knob on the synth. We have a volume knob on the channel of the mixer. We have a gain of that channel on the mixer. And then <laughs> yeah. we have a main mix volume going out. So it's like, yeah, if we need to crank, it's like... It's like, no, we're, we're going to get it hot, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's the... This is, a, a again, one of those annoying questions. But, like... Uh, we shouldn't be so hard on ourselves. It's not annoying. <laughs> We're good at what I'm we glad do. Glad someone wants we, to ask questions we, about it. Are we? Are we? Are we good at what we do? Is I don't that know. Really a, Persistence no, is all. You know, <laughs> I'm enjoying it so far. We just talk to ourselves about it every so often that it's nice for yeah. someone else. Yeah. nitpick or ask any question yeah. at all you know like girlfriends love it trust yeah me. seriously as we've said multiple times this really isn't actually an interview podcast megan and i just like talking to people about we're like two furbies when you put us together we just get feedback and it just gets louder that's so, the noise set that we'll be playing yeah <laughs> jay's so, is open again yep oh, yeah, that's true yeah, yeah so yeah. um it's like it's I guess easier to get into instruments like guitar, piano, bass, uh, drums, whatever. What what was the process and and what was the true reason to get into like the electronic thing that you guys do? Because electronic music, a lot of ways now, is considered like EDM and shit like that. So what is the the process of getting into electronic music where you guys have all these like sequencers and and all that stuff on stage that? that gets you to this place because I have no fucking clue what that's like. Like, I mean, you, whenever you guys talk about like frequencies and sequencers and how all that stuff works, I mean, like I understand some of it to a degree, mm-hmm. but I went the other route and like studied like music theory and stuff right. like that. Right. And so all that other shit makes no sense to me at all. Yeah. And I, I, I it just like, it's so interesting how you get, how you go down that route, 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 whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what was the, like, was there a specific like moment that was like this is what I want to be doing, or was it just like a I'm gonna get a synth and then you're like I'm gonna get another synth and trying to like see what happens when you do more stuff? I think it was the uh, the the influences were the primary thing. Was first of, was hearing these kind of the all the different scope of electronic music and even before kind of the EDM craze and all that. But I mean, you know, from industrial bands to any techno or even kind of the DFA dance punk type stuff, hearing all that, you know, just being younger and having no idea how those sounds came about. You right. know, it's like you know, in the same way of what you're saying is like, you know, you can hear a guitar and you kind of know that's probably a guitar. You know, you can do a lot of weird shit to a guitar, but it, maybe it's a guitar. You know, bass, keyboards, all that stuff you can tell. But some of those sounds 
you know, from synthesizers and all that other side of it, you know, it was so hard. And I, I never even thought that that was possible. You know, I thought it was all like this room of studios right. and all this weird shit, you know, studio yeah, it was unobtainable. It, like... it, it always seemed like unobtainable, you know? And I mean, and I got into weird effects and all that stuff, you know, with, with playing bass and guitar and stuff. And I mean, it kind of got me there halfway, but once I started seeing even some of the DIY stuff and stuff people would do at home and just, you know, three oscillators on a little box that were just, you know, just little noisemakers right. and drone toys and stuff, you know, and just little things. And it kind of started to, seeing more of that and seeing how some of, you know, just seeing local bands that were, it was more accessible and, you know, then starting to get into, uh, especially uh, when I started to get into like uh, German experimental music in the seventies, like all the Krautrock type cosmic music and cosmish and all. And, uh, that kind of even more so started to see these people that, you know, some of them had no music background and maybe they just had these devices, these old, you know, uh, right. ancient synthesizers or, you know, now yeah. they would be, you know, and all these, you know, wall size instruments, but, you know, just Scientific. seeing all that. And it was just, you know, the more and more I dived into the weirder music and wanting to make that kind of stuff and then slowly getting those tools. And even as he and I started making music and we started Felton Fur, really, I mean, I was playing bass and he was playing guitar, you know? Yeah, and we, I, I knew you as a bass player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I mean, it, and it definitely started like that, but it was... Still plays bass. Yeah. But on the synth. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And it was like, it started with that, but even then it was like, well, there's two of us and we don't have a drummer, so we figured out first we would just loop drum sounds we would make. You know, and we would just play to loops, and then eventually it was like, well, let's get a really tiny little drum machine, and then we started to do that, you know, and it was just one way to get around one problem, and right. and then it turned into where it was like, well, you know, I have, I'm playing bass with two hands, but it'd be nice if I could play bass with one hand and play something else with something the other, or, you know, yeah. and it just kind of naturally went. I remember we played, we played in Austin, and uh, years ago, and I had brought a bass and a keyboard and all this other shit and a bass amp. Never again. And we walked, yeah, we fucking had to walk a mile to the venue after awful. we parked. It was during South By. It was this horrible fucking day show. Somebody in Denton, like, hooked us up with, you know, it was awful. Hooked us and, up uh, you know, doing after we, air quotes, we, by the way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so we, like, we get, you know, it's like a 3 p.m. show and, like, no one's there and I brought all this shit. I remember that day, I was like, like Jared just said, I was like, I'm never fucking doing this again. Well, because he had know? one synth and I remember looking at him for, like, the last few months at that time because I had had two for like a, a few months and I was yeah. just like Randall you need two we need two now yeah, like it's just exactly. it's so nice to yeah, be able exactly. to just have another lead or a bass just ready yeah. to go you know is yeah. it like a slippery slope oh uh, yeah. yeah I mean all gear is exactly, all gear is exactly. exactly. Just, whatever, whatever hobby right you're into it's a slippery slope yeah, you know yeah. like and um, so we just yeah and we got into it and we got more and more and YouTube's we, you know, a Horrible, yeah. horrible thing. Even, you know? when you, yeah. even when you get that dream thing, like I got, like basically my dream setup. Right. There's and, more. Uh, it's just like I'm still like I'll see things Difference. coming out. It's like right. oh, that's a cool pedal. Yep. And it's yeah, like, I yeah don't exactly, need that exactly. At all. <laughs> I have yeah. pedals that I use for like one part, for right. One song. Yep. But you need it. I don't regret it at all. No, yeah. Exactly. All. Exactly. It's there, and so I mean, it's yeah, it's just a slippery slope. I think like, and it and it made sense for us in a way because we already had that influence. So. We knew we wanted to do that style. Right. And yeah, I agree. First and foremost, influences. Growing up, hearing these sounds that you know I listened to, but I'm like, I had no idea how the hell that was made. And then I actually come from a theory background where I learned piano mm -hmm. first and foremost and was like, cool. And that's actually how I got my first synth as I went to college 
and my brother who had a JX3P, which is my main and bread butter synth, he gave it to me because he was like, it's 61 keys, I don't really use it, you can just use it as a piano, right? It has a e-piano sound on it, just play piano, right? And then I see this edit map, and I'm like, what the hell is that? You know, I start digging through it, and I'm like, whoa, I can make Pink Floyd sounds, you know, like, cool, yeah. like, how is that made? Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> Laser beam sounds, R2-D2, you know, things like that. Wow. And, um, <laughs> and so then I'm just like, okay, you know, how can I you know go from there so I, I stumbled upon it and then you know I played with it and then it was just like all right I I never really like stuck hard with theory other than you know I like major keys and minor keys and you know yeah. four to the floor bass drum you know what I mean um that's but, pretty much Felton Burris yeah <laughs> sort of kind of um in many different ways yeah. I'm glad um, that you brought up uh industrial because I was trying not to say that because I hear industrial influences in y'all's oh music, yeah totally but mm-hmm. I didn't want to like just completely generalize and be like industrial sure yeah but yeah, yeah I mean like it, that's definitely one of those things that I hear in y'all's music and uh going back to like that theory and like I hope this isn't offensive by saying uh his name but like Trent Reznor is oh, one of those sure, dudes yeah, yeah. not offensive oh, definitely yeah yeah one percent he um you never know with people like that True. like saying exactly, like Dave Grohl exactly. to somebody that can either be like oh yeah yes, that's more of a trigger trigger word, <laughs> trigger word yes yeah, yeah but no I mean how yeah. could you don't not? grow what, me bro wait, yeah. what you're triggered by Dave Grohl <laughs> <laughs> it can go either way are we gonna have yeah. a different conversation I mean <laughs> it's the same thing with saying Tom York to me I love it but some people are like dude's a pretentious asshole Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Design. Tomato, tomato. Oh, well, we could go into that. Uh, but uh, well, what I was looking at me funny. <laughs> no, he just looks half, kind of sleepy. Oh, man. If you sang like I that, you'd be sleepy too, this. right? You know? I might cut this out. But, <laughs> what, are the, what are the fucking chances that Tom York's going to listen to this podcast? I don't know, man. Who knows, man? But. Uh, <laughs> We could get a 12 degrees of separation thing going yeah, on. Yeah, you never know, man. Look, man, it's all in jest. I don't mean that at all. <laughs> Small ripple in a big pond, you know what I mean? Yeah. Shoot, brother. <laughs> but what I was going with with Hell the Trent yeah. Reznor thing is like very, I mean, it's kind of away from industrial nowadays, Nine Inch Nails, but like very sure. early stuff is very industrial. Oh, yeah. But yeah. and it's very easy to listen to industrial, and you're like, oh, that's kind of just noise, and there is yeah, some... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's elements of it. You know, yeah, right. but like Trent Reznor is, is one of those dudes, you ever see him sit on a piano? It's it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Dude, Dude knows can play like a motherfucker. That's how Jared kind of is, is Jared can play, you know, he's definitely the most, I feel like, musical of the three of us, and that he, yeah. I mean, for every Felton First song, it's like whatever chords and progression there is, it probably came out of him, you know, and then... Alicia and I will do what we do with it, but Jared's and, the most musical part of it for sure. He and I'll really usually have to dumb it down. Like I'll be playing these chords that have the full again, the, the low, the mid, and the high. And I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I thought you, I thought you were saying dumbing it down for the rest of the band. Oh no, 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 not at all. I was about Damn, to say bro. shots fired. No, 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 yeah, dumb right. it down. Like again, try to I'm, do a suspended chord, but they just didn't get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I'm. <laughs> oh, we're playing an Andorian fifth. All right, uh, try to keep yeah, up, yeah. guys. Um, grimoire. Uh, but no, it's just yeah, like. Right. I end up having to, you know, remove, you know, like I'm, <laughs> remove a, a key, you know, or remove a finger here and there and, like, make it less like these, like, things and more like, again, like a bass line and a, and a lead, you know? Yeah. Again, like simplification. I going. mean, sometimes less is more. Oh, I mean, totally. I've played with people who it's just like, yeah, dude, you're really good and you can solo and do Too crazy much. shit, but, like, Calm just pull down. it back and right. it's just like, yeah. We're playing with this new bass player, and like, uh, he took this old Dave. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. What? Do you guys know him? I know Dave. <laughs> Dave's, Dave's a monster. So, but it, yeah. it was one of those things where, like, 
uh, he took an old baseline, which there was nothing wrong with the old baseline, but uh, and he just was like, I'm gonna try and just stick on this one note for this long, and I was like, okay, let's hear how it sounds. When we did it. it in practice, I was like, oh shit, yeah, it's so different. Like, yeah, it, hell yeah, it sounds incredible. So yeah. there's just little things like that where like yeah. Having these big, you know, complicated things are awesome. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. But as soon as you pull back, it's like, right. yeah, there's a reason why pop music is popular. Oh, exactly, exactly. I mean, there'll be times where we'll be just be like messing around, and we'll be like writing or playing or jamming, and I'll like just show him the lead that I'm playing. He'll be like, oh, you play the lead. Let's see what it sounds like if you did it. Because again, non-structured or like the big thing is, is he'll never play it like the same way that I play it. Like there's always he'll he'll like do like a quarter note instead of an eighth note on this one go or on is that this on one. purpose or are you just messing up I, a, little bit of a little bit of both really and that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, what, that's yeah. what's good about it is yeah. it's like it's like it's never gonna be how i'm gonna play it so like if i'm playing it earlier in the song he plays it later bam you've got a you know you've got a uh, you know um, a cool little like mirror thing right though, exactly yeah, and, yeah. and it's it's tomato tomato cause and effect you know yeah. talk talk i don't Man, exactly. that's the best feeling when somebody like I've had people like write a guitar part and be like, "Oh, try this." So they're like, "You play it," and I'll start playing it, and I'll 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 fuck up, and yeah, then they're yeah. just like, "Whoa, that was really cool." No, it sounds like, great. Yeah, it was yeah. on purpose. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a recording on um, Aftertouch where like he's playing a lead, and like I play it totally different, and it, like his part gets stuck in my head, and I'm like, "Shit, I wish I played it like that," you know? Like, <laughs> damn. But and I've probably never played it the same way since. So. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, and he yeah. played that one time on the one album, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, man, I'm always listening for it live, and it never comes. I'm always like, oh, Randall, yeah. wild card, you know? Like, <laughs> well, uh, I, I just have this funny thought of like an experimental group. When they start to experiment, they just start like playing like you know a bass, <laughs> and like they're just playing a very yeah, exactly. generic song, going from like Radiohead yeah. now to Creep. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that sounds hilarious. But I, I, uh, I think I've seen experimental bands do that, where they're just like, we should kind of get into blues now. That's you know? incredible. Like, what? like you know, and sometimes that it works. Amazing. Sometimes it doesn't. You know, like I mean, it goes and yeah. same thing with like you know. A, generic band going experimental sometimes it works exactly exactly. sometimes it doesn't but uh going back to the you know like playing something different on the ep uh i kind of wanted it's very easy when you listen to electronic music or whatever you would like to classify your music as um it's very easy to say or any electronic music to think okay well they're gonna play this the same way every time there's like no variation in it like you know people for some reason when you see a guitarist, you think, okay, there's going to be little tweaks here and there in the performance. Right. But listening to y'all's music, there's like, especially on the first song on y'all's After Touch EP, mm-hmm. which we'll mention a little bit, and in a little bit. There you go. That was a good one. Woo! Nailed it. Um, on the first song, there's just, I, I don't know what, it kind of, uh, I don't know what that, uh, like, sequence. Like a sequence. sequence. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and like, you can tell that, like, maybe that wasn't planned out entirely and maybe it'll like if you go see your uh, you guys live that could be something that could drag on for a, oh, yeah. a long time mm-hmm. yeah and it could be completely different it could go right. in a new direction it, it's very when i listen to y'all's music i don't get that sense of like oh this is somebody who's pressing play or this is somebody who's playing the exact same thing over and over oh, right. since yeah. they're using the sequence i get the idea that like yes there are things that are sequence like mm-hmm. you know the drums and stuff like that but i can hear where there's a lot of room to wiggle and you know go into a new direction which i think i've heard you guys say before saying that yeah. you know there there is you know free form in y'all's performances oh, you gotta yeah. have it a little bit yeah you nailed it on the head like yeah it, you know. uh, well first thank yeah. you because it's exactly yeah. what i'm going for like for, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I can't exactly. speak for them but like yeah, no, that's definitely. exactly what i'm going for yeah. is 
electronic music that doesn't feel repetitious because it's so easy to be like, oh, they're playing the same fucking drum loop for two and a half minutes, and our songs were like six minutes long. So I really don't want you to say that, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, you got to have like that wiggle room. So there's a lot of times where like, Again, like the loops will be four or eight bars, but you know I'm cueing in different parts that make it sound different and organic and different from the other parts. And Alicia will like solo, and there's times where she's like, "You want to do that for four or eight? I'm like, "You just fucking look at me. When you're done, just look at me. We'll all sync, and you know, just like a normal guitar, bass, yeah. and drums, and then we'll go to the next part. And that's what mm-hmm. I like about being able to like organically move along with sequences and set, you know, parts. Yeah. Air quotes. Yeah, per se. that's um, that's one of my favorite things about electronic music. That you know, somebody who's playing a, you know, a guitar, just in a guitar-based drums band, can't right. do as much as that. Like in an electronic band, you can really just keep layering and layering uh-huh. and yeah. keep layering and make this big wall of sound, and then transition into something that's really simple. Right. It's really hard to do that as a band because with three people, there's only a certain amount that you can do. Right. And the only way to add more is have another member right. and just keep and that that's a lot more difficult whereas like with you guys it's just like you you can loop it on and then Add as soon layer. as it's yeah, yeah right. you can just cancel it and just go yeah. right into the next part and that's mm-hmm. super cool it's yeah. nice that you have that yeah. it's, it's also super cool that you have that dy- like that great band dynamic where you guys can like look at each other and know what the fuck is going on oh, yeah. and yeah. have all this shit you're controlling and then mm-hmm. like flip a thousand switches not only here but right. here and like it's like it's well, that's a crazy thing to have in any band, but to have in a band like that where you guys have so much stuff going on at once, right. it's nuts. And and I, I think part of it also, and this is kind of going down what anyone would say is you know, like I've been playing music with him for ten years this year. Like, damn, uh, not seriously, you know, never playing shows every year, but we've been noodling, we've been playing, and again, traditional instruments, even if it's just like stoned playing with like guitars. You is know that what the I mean? diamond anniversary? What are y'all gonna do? <laughs> oh yeah, I have no idea. Get a nice steak. Um, <laughs> but we're going um, to Olive Garden. <laughs> and I've known I've known Alicia just as long, and Alicia's always wanted to, you know, play music and be in a band, and we we actually all went to photo school together. Well, Alicia and I went to photo school together, and. When we both graduated, we were like, all right, it's time. Like, we've been in music. We've gone to all these cool shows. Like, it's time to get into music, you know. Like, let's do our part. And me and Randall were in bands various while I was in school. And, you know, we were just kind of like, all right, we're, you know, not sick of seeing everyone else do it. But, you know, we're, we want to do it too. You know, there's a great scene. It'd be really fun. And, you know, we, we've grown a lot since then too. And this like, was all here in Denton, right? All yeah, here in Denton, yeah. you know. Um so it's 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 cool to be a part of like a really diverse and you know rich you know music scene and then also really cool to be like accepted as this really weird electronic band in a popular just you know didn't scene you know like yeah. cuz there's so much weird but still normal stuff in Denton, you know. I like to think we all hang out in the weirder circles, but you know, um, <laughs> lots of psycho jazz. Love, yeah. love, love that about Denton. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard? Uh, the, is it the Octopod or is it just Octopod? I, I don't know Octopod. I think it's yeah. yeah either way, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah have you nuts, heard them? Like, the, yeah. Oh yeah. Super cool. That that yeah. I think that's a good uh, yeah. You know, example of like 
structured noise. Oh, totally. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. that shit's then, crazy, and I, I don't normally super get into noise, but I, right. I really like that new yeah, yeah, that yeah. they have. Watching a band like that play and seeing they all have their sheet music in front of them. Right. Like, I know. That's what's insane. What? Like, <laughs> I know people that can out, improvise, right. and it seems like it was kind of like that, but it's like the fact that they have it written out, and they're Ridiculous. just like, well, that's what we meant to do, right. you know? Yeah. And <laughs> you're just like, holy that's shit. How do you write that? Like. Yeah. About all the the noise guys, is you know you can say, hey, play me a you know a B flat scale, and they'll they'll totally do it. But then they're like, I choose to play noise because okay. like, or I, like yeah. I choose to play experimental because like B flat scales are lame. You know, mm-hmm. everyone can play B flat scales. <laughs> you know, like or not lame, just not your cup of shots tea. fired, dude. Yeah, you know, like, shots fired. B flat. I'm out. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite yeah. key, dude. No. <laughs> Actually, B flat is one of my favorite keys. Life without music would be flat. <laughs> I have a I have a throw pillow that says that. Damn. Um, I love it. It's one of my favorite pillows. That's pretty good. That's not gonna lie, one. I'm gonna yeah, use yeah, that yeah. from now on. <laughs> so thanks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had something I was gonna say, but I don't remember it. I was gonna say you wanna go? You wanna go do some tour stories? I mean, yeah, I'll come back to whatever. Keep I Keep going have. on tangents. You'll, you'll figure it out. You'll oh, that works. No, yeah, no, just go ahead and talk. Yeah, it's great. Uh, so when uh, Andy started this podcast, as you can see, Andy's not here. Um, when Neither started, is Adam, by the way. Yeah. I don't want to just single out Andy. No, but I made, but Andy started this podcast, and he's not here. So. Sure. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, so uh, oh, he nice. had the idea of having on touring bands and talking about their experience with tour, mm-hmm. and then we started to have all, having all the local bands on. So we have a tour story segment. So what are your favorite tour stories, highs or lows? Uh, you can go first, whichever one, high or low. It's up to you. Um, high for me would probably be... Uh, we did a little mini Texas tour with uh, Mom Wow, who is, was one half of Vulgar Fashion and has kind of been in the uh, music scene in Denton a while. And uh, the four of us went out and we did Austin and San Antonio and Houston. And uh, it was really fun. And my favorite part was listening to music with all of them in the car because <laughs> I had a fun time. We found out that uh, Julie, who's mom, well, her, uh, her car would take like a thumb drive. So I had this thumb drive of just all this like weird fucking shit and, uh, put it on. And I think the favorite in the car though was Merciful Fate. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have listened totally. to much Merciful Fate, but like, they're just like this, you know, they're kind of like a proto Metallica, like crazy thrash band with like falsetto vocals and like, oh, just nice. like King Diamond was the singer of it. And like, uh, oh, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, so he's it's like, like local. Yeah. 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 He lives in like Plano or something. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. yeah King exactly. Diamond lives in like, yeah. Plano. holy shit. Yeah. And he's from Scandinavia. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. He must've just been like, it's nice here or something. Like, I don't know, you know, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> Plano, but, Texas. Where's yeah. the safest right. place? Yeah. Shit, but, uh, I don't know about that, but you know. Yeah, it was fun listening to <laughs> a lot of King Diamond. We had it on shuffle the whole time, so like it would or no, it wasn't shuffle, it was, but it, it was played in order. <laughs> it played in order like alphabetically all the songs like randomly. So it was like we listened to every song that started with an A first, and like <laughs> and so it was like really weird. Like you know, we hit some like weird no lulls. Where, yeah, there was no flow at all. Like, jams in the middle. Yeah, of there was it, a lot know? of like I accidentally put this like hour and a half long like kind of ambient noise album on there, and it was just like a lot of like <laughs> shouting every once in a while, and it was just like. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't i don't know not not not, not my favorite album of his yeah like. so it was kind of there were some highs and some lows and uh you know but there was there was some fun fun parts so yeah it was it was good it was it was a weird little tour and we kind of like we just kind of stayed with friends throughout and uh but funnily but fun. her car wouldn't accept a zoom <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> would have been a little little easier maybe but you know uh low part of tour um again lugging all that stuff and just being like please turn on please turn on you know like 
not always, but again, I I have cases for some of my stuff, and some of the stuff I'm just like, fuck it, whatever, you know, it'll be fine, right? And then like it hasn't been at times, and I'm just like, well, that's on me, whatever. <laughs> but um, highs definitely, and this is just me being a fatty. Like I like going, I like eating on tour, you know, all the different like, oh, I'm an awesome, I'm gonna go there. Oh, I'm in San Antonio, let's go there, you know. Yeah. And just and I like to eat, so you know. Yeah, we met a an excuse to eat. <laughs> we uh, played with a band coming through DFW uh, from Miami, and. We were talking to the drummer and just like he was talking about like his favorite thing was just going because they toured like nationally and right, yeah. he was like yeah no i'm always trying like food non-stop wherever it is he's like right i may be super skinny but like dude i'm like eating non-stop yep. like five times a day he's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, i think yeah. of these struggling artists but dude i'm just eating non-stop <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> that is one of the perks of tours. Right. you get to try everything that, we tried yeah. amazing barbecue in kansas city oh, nice. and it was yeah, like from yeah. a gas station hell yeah oh, wow. yeah exactly yeah, and, and gyms, man. Yeah, I do the I, every time we're out somewhere, I always do try to try to eat somewhere new, and then I always try to, I always annoy the hell out of the bartender there because I'm like, what craft beers? Oh do yeah, you yeah, have? exactly. I would like to try something new, and they're exactly. like, what are you they're talking like, about? Oh. And I'm like, I'm not from here. They're right. used yeah. to the <laughs> band members coming up and be like, what's cheap? Give me a Lone yeah, Star, a exactly. PBR. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Will the water get me drunk? I was yeah, at a bar right. last night. Funny as shit. Yeah. Super tangent. I was at a bar last night in Fort Worth that has uh, like a, a secret uh, book book shelf staircase thing. Super Whoa, cool. Yeah. What? Uh, it's almost like, like you walk in like the like the front door and you're like, oh, this is kind of like Pascal's. And then you go order a drink at the bar and yeah. you ask for the password and they give you the password and then they then you go show them the password and they open the bookshelf and go downstairs. What the fuck? So someone had gone through this process of ordering a drink, getting the password, going downstairs, goes up to the bar. And the bartender's like, "What can I? What can I do for you?" He's like, "Do you have a Pabst Blue Ribbon?" Like a oh very, very like well articulated voice. And the bartender goes, "What?" <laughs> and he's like, "Do you have a Pabst Blue Ribbon?" And he's like, "Oh, oh no, no, you're in the wrong no. place. The closest, the closest thing we have is Lone Star." And he's like, mm, "That won't do." Wow. Oh and I was God. like, "What's happening that right now?" <laughs> This uh, guy really bizarre. wants his Pabst Blue Ribbon yeah. in like a secret Exquisite. bar. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, we were playing the Armory. Sorry, continuing your tangent. We were playing the Armory once and, you know, it's kind of nice there. And we yeah. were getting food and we were trying to go in. And there was a bunch of people at the bar at this point And we were trying to get <laughs> beer. And the lady, you know, Randall's just like, oh, two Lone Stars, please. And the lady sitting at the bar hears them and turns and goes, we're from out of town. What's a Lone Star? Is that a craft brew? And we, he just kind of smiles, chuckles, and goes, yeah, ladies, craft brew, try it out. And, you know, we just kind of grab our little star and walk off. We're just like, oh, God, I love Texas. Meanwhile, yeah. she's getting, like, a flaming, like, $25 yeah, cocktail Yeah, like, they've got fancy-ass you know? drinks. They're all like, done up, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's exactly. like we're in Deep Ellum where we're used to being the crusties and you yeah. know, people in dresses and shoes <laughs> oh, and tuxedos. No, yeah. Yeah, well, because oh, the uptowners yeah, found where to get cheap drinks. You exactly, know? yeah. Again, not opening that can of worms either. It's like 6th Street now. Come on, exactly. man. Shit talking's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know. No, it's brutal there. Like, We're it, all about tough. it. Like, I love it. I like playing there, but it's like, fuck. You know, like, it's the brutal. crowds. It's like, any, Deep Ellum in general, though, it's crazy. You well, know? it is. Yeah. I, I, I still really, really love Deep Ellum. Uh, yeah. But, oh, totally. But 
there are definitely points where I'm just like, there's there's that one bar that's like called like the green room or something like that, and that oh, is like yeah. one of the frattiest places in the world. Yeah, and it has like a rooftop bar, so I'm always like, yeah, let's go hang out on the roof. Right. And I walk in, and I remember, fuck this place. Right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, man, I yeah, haven't gotten like cynical that. about Deep Ellum yet. Like, I, I mean, I'm cynical about Dallas as a whole, but sure, not yeah, specifically yeah. Deep Ellum. Mm-hmm. I still see it as like, man, this is how like throughout my whole high school I went to shows here. This is was my idea of like the music scene. Of course, yeah. Um, yeah. But man, like Lower Greenville is what really pisses me off. Like it's crazy, because man. There, there used to be Crown and Harp, yeah. and now that's gone. Mm-hmm. But that like, sucks. really, the only like thing is like Transit, the yeah. bicycle company. Exactly. Sundown is there. Oh yeah. True. Well, that's yeah. not really on Lower Greenville, is it? Greenville. At least it's okay. the same it's not, area. It's I not, guess. It's not, yeah. it's not the strip you're talking about. But yeah, it, it, but it's it the same part of town, Greenville. I guess. Yeah, but, but yeah, like, it's you like walk around everyone's. Have you guys done Transit? Have you played there? We have not. I would love to. You did a so far there, didn't you? Yeah, I've done like. Okay. solo set there yeah, but yeah, yeah, not yeah. like a full thing that'd be fun i saw some pictures i mean look looks cool but it looks like i mean i've done plenty of shows at a bike shop it looks like a bike <laughs> shop so i mean you know it's like yeah. it's funny but it's just like but i mean if it's going like that's great well, we were yeah, talking you, to you guys, you guys did the whole you guys did you just worked at sprockets right i did yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. and we did a bunch of shows there for a while and it was just it was just tough doing that's a it, super you know cool I mean? space though yeah. it's a really big the problem with transit and there's not that transit is bad uh, the problem with it is it's kind of small Tight, right. and it, it is definitely like it, it's in that mindset of like yeah. debellum like it's a very sure, it's yeah, long yeah. and slender mm-hmm. whereas um um and Denton Sprockets, it it's a big space. Yeah, it was cavernous. You know, it's yeah. just like it's just a lot of money to do anything there. You know, so yeah. it was did you stuff. organize the shows too? Like most. Of yeah, them? I put together most of the ones there, and so it was just it was just a lot. I mean, I paid out of pocket for some of them, so it just like got too crazy. You know, yeah. I mean it. But it was great. I mean, we had some just insane. We had a we had twenty six bands play one time from six p.m. to two a.m. Holy shit! And uh, I mean, bands. It's like it was mainly like one noise. and two noise yeah. acts. You know, yeah. but it was. I mean, that's fuckload of well, fucking like, people. Was yeah, also like especially a, from six p.m. to two a.m. Yeah. I don't know how you fit that many bands yeah, that it quick. Was, it was just Quickly. one after the other. It was called International Noise Conference. So you know, it was multiple like, places <laughs> to set up. It was like yeah, four yeah. stations. You know? Okay, that so was like ro- that. rotated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. It was genius what was it yeah. <laughs> was it a, was sprockets a venue for 35 one year it was Octopia. it was it was, Octopia, it was for yeah. one of the Octopia ones yeah. that was, was like that was the last place. show that really happened there and mm-hmm. that was after i had stopped working there oh, okay. so yeah i, I mean, remember it, seeing like yeah. mother tongues post like uh because everyone was uh, thinking like oh well, we can't get in because wristband and then like garrett from mother tongues was like no wristbands needed get down here and, like, everyone <laughs> yeah, like yeah. just swamp it. oh yeah yeah i mean it has the capacity you know <laughs> yeah it definitely it, yeah. it's one of those things where it, it's one of the anti-venues that can definitely handle that kind of thing whereas like, yeah, yeah midway yeah. craft house it's like it's cool yeah, exactly. but also it's small you're, you're oh yeah yeah, you're yeah. right next get, to the condoms yeah yeah you get crammed in there you know i love it but it's like whoo you know it gets tight like there's like a pearl roll show there in march yeah that's like, oh nuts my God. that's, that's you know, their that's like, midway's two-year anniversary with wow. it's pearl Earl, acid carousel and hey cowboy Jesus i'm like that's, i don't know if, yeah like i want to go but i'm yeah. also like man i don't know if i could get in there but yeah you know? let's say have fun standing outside <laughs> you know? like, yeah, yeah that's gonna be nice. it, was, like, it was hilarious i was in there one time and he told me he was like hey we're doing this show uh it's gonna be it's gonna be fucking crazy. It's gonna be packed. So bring your homies. I'm like, that's contradictory. Yeah, why do you <laughs> yeah, want yeah, that? yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 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 man. Like that's that's intense, you know. But hey, 
it'll and it's work. also so unnatural playing under those fluorescent lights. Oh, yeah. That's a little so tough, uncomfortable. You know? <laughs> but it is. I'm yeah. so used to be like lurking in the dark. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But exactly. I kind of like that too. Sound oh bad. yeah, like, yeah. There's like, like the... a strange soberingness to it. No, yeah, that's, like, yeah. yeah. It's cool, kind of like ripped like... out of water. Like yeah, you know, exactly. someone's getting milk behind you. And even then, like sometimes there's a good vibe in there. It's it's really fun. I've seen some great shows there where it was like super weird. Yeah, it comes down to like it's definitely it's definitely like a really really good vibe in there most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody who works there is like all about it, and mm-hmm. that's that's super cool. I, I, last time I was there, I saw one of my students perform with the open mic. Yeah, and it was awesome. I was like, "This is yeah." Like the open mic is packed now. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, where else in Denton can you go to open mic? Like, it's also a, yeah. a cheap great uh, the, bar. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that's yeah. huge. Like the beer selection yeah. there is awesome, and you can eat a fucking hot pocket. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, it is the only uh, venue in Denton that if you can't get up close enough to see the band. You can just look at the security cameras to watch. <laughs> I was just thinking that's of like a true. House of Blues setup where you're too oh, far yeah. back and they have like the screens. I was like, <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. I'm really hitting it with those tonight. I worked there for like a couple months and it was great, great experience, really fun. And uh, there was one time where like, you know, not to keep talking about noise, but like there was this like just insanely like ear bleeding noise show there. And I like volunteered to work, like not just because I, I'm into that and I would have gone anyway, but I was like. The other people don't want to be there, you know. I was like, they don't understand. I was like, I'll work at the counter, like closer to it, you know. And I mean, and even then, it was like people were coming in, just like, oh my god, like covering their ears, you know. And it yeah. was, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a little scary, but it was fun. And I mean, and I remember it was funny because you had the security camera, and so I just like watched the security camera of them playing the whole time, and I exactly. was just like, this is great, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, cool feature. Yeah. Quick question: What was each of y'all's first uh, scent? Um, mine was a Casio CZ1, Damn which it. is a Is that that giant, polyphonic one? Yeah, it's like a giant polyphonic Casio. They made a whole line of these called the CZs in like the 80s, and it was right around the time like the Yamaha DX7 came out, which was like the revolutionary digital synth, and uh, it made all the like bell sounds and stuff, and so this was like Casio's like thing up against it, and it didn't really succeed in that way, like it was kind of goofier sounding. But it had like a kind of particular weird kind of jangly tone, and uh, I got one of those, and uh, it was kind of that was the first one for me. So, what about you? Mine was again the Roland JX3P. My brother bought it yeah. from a friend and um, gave it to me because again, uh, my older brother and I also we were in a band together in high school and stuff, and I played drums for that band. It was, and he, he was like, "Oh, you know, you play piano. I, I wanted a piano to keep practicing in college," and he gave it to me. Literally, was just like, "Oh yeah, here's this old synth, you know." Little did we know it was this badass analog. Yeah, just happened know. to have a sequencer on it. Yeah, so exactly. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Uh, it was one of the first synths ever to have MIDI. Love that little fact. And yeah. uh, so early that they didn't actually tie it to the sequencer. So if yeah. you want the sequencer to be in time with anything, you have to like put another control voltage. I'm not going to go on that. But uh, <laughs> you have to do another annoying thing to do that, and it's not synced in. So like, yes. it's cool, but it's also like it's it's Roland's fuck you to Dave Smith, which was the owner and like the main proprietor of MIDI. He came to all the synth guys in the 80s and was like, guys, we need one peripheral to sync everything. And the Japanese hated it. Roland was like, fuck you, no, I will not do it. And then, like, all the other, you know, Yamaha, Casio, they were like, all right. And so Roland was like, fine, I'll put it in my synth. But I'm not attaching it to the sequencer, so you have to fucking do it this way. It was, like, almost like a, in retaliation. Anyways. Uh, that's great. Sorry. Yeah. The, I, the, both those answers, like, just show me that, like, you know, you guys are natural, like, keyboard players, or, like, at least I see you as natural keyboard players, because neither of you said microchord. So, <laughs> yeah, I will right. say the I do first, like the microcorks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My great. brother had one, 
growing up and like when I growing up like you know he bought one when I was like I guess 14 or 15 and I remember like yeah getting that like filter sweep me oh that's really cool but like again like uh, again playing piano fucking mini keys and I it's fucking also, hate mini keys it's Sorry. like not polyphonic it's, at all yeah, there's no. like a couple patches there's a couple that are, but it's mostly monophonic which also again coming from traditional background I mean I, I love monophonic now don't get me wrong it has its place and knowing the technology and being yeah. nerd monophonic has a thing but I was just like this is fucking stupid I can't play more than one one note you know yeah, it's I, frustrating. I, I can't, I can't find my way around that shit because I'm, I'm, I'm like a, I, I love just playing super thick nonsense chords. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then when I you're can't. just like one, I'm like, what the <laughs> yeah. Let's well, see. Well, Microchords are like the gateway drug for. They, exactly. They are exactly. Man. And that's why again, yeah. I don't knock them. Like you know, anything, anything that gets you playing sense, you know. Yeah. And they're cheap, affordable. You can buy them at any guitar center yeah. across the entire globe. You know, I don't yeah. know about globe, but country. Country. Globe? Globe? Country, I think Country? it's just I think Nationwide? it's just in the in, in the America. Yeah. Guitar Center sponsor me. Yeah, they got a <laughs> they got kicked out of Canada. I think. Uh, yeah. What is this a joke? <laughs> I can't tell. Yeah, no, nah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody from Canada wants me to smuggle a uh, microcore, yeah, definitely do it. That's the kind yeah, of yeah. shit I want to be on the news for. Right. So like, exactly. oh yeah, a smuggler, and like, oh, was it drugs? And she's like, then like calling my mom from jail and being like, yeah, so I was smuggling some stuff into Canada. And she's like, what was it, drugs? And he's like, no, nah, it was synthesizer. It was a little more MIDI capable than that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That sounds great. That's, I want to call my mom tonight from a random number and try and convince her that's what's happening. <laughs> I'm, oh no, Dave. Dave doesn't have a Canadian phone number, does he? Oh, that's no, a shame. He shit, it. he doesn't. Yeah. I was say you can call her from my phone, but I think she, I think she has my number from Ooh. one time you fucked with her before. Did on my phone. <laughs> There's got to be some uh, type of uh, like app or something that you can do that for, oh, yeah. like to like trick oh, people to, that you're yeah, in jail. Definitely, that's yeah. the thing. That's that, a shitty prank. I, that's the thing that keeps happening to me. I keep getting numbers calling me that are similar to my number but dude it's, me it's, too yeah. yeah it has so, the first three numbers of my number and i'm like what the fuck yeah like, so it's a so it's these t- it's these uh is it future me <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, that's, exactly. so that, that's what, what do i need to know so that's yeah. so basically these like uh these companies that are you know calling you they they have some device that masks what their actual number is uh, to look like a number that's in your area yeah fucking funniest thing though is they they randomized one number they called me one time that was my phone number. Yeah. So I was getting a call that, that said yeah. it said me and had my picture on the phone and I was like, What do I do? Did you answer? No, I was It would have become a, like a, a pissing contest. <laughs> no, you, don't, you don't answer that. That's too weird. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. that's like Did you what if it's it? not? No, yeah. no. I, I came out of the lesson <laughs> I came yeah, out of the right. lesson and I and I went up to went up to my boss and I was like, This happened. <laughs> I need like, to go home. He, he was like, It was a call from the future. Like you said, you should have taken the call to action. You fucked up. It's like I need to go home and pack my bags. <laughs> Yeah, right. Exactly. This is my two weeks. <laughs> so, uh, you want to get into our our other segment? Uh, yeah, one second. Uh, oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> that, that seems to get a 50 50 response. I think yeah, we've yeah. been uh, 100% this, uh, this quote unquote season. season. Yeah, yeah, this hey, season. Yeah. Dude, huge musical influence right there, man. It's one of my podcasts, video game music. It's awesome. There like, you go. Huge oh, influence. Well, man, we were, uh, sorry, we'll get into this in a second. <laughs> but, no, uh, no, I, I was, I was going to say where the, where, the, where the noise actually came from. What? So it was Kara who did it. 
Oh yeah. It's my girlfriend who did the noise. It didn't actually take like the Yeah, it doesn't that's not actually Navi. So <laughs> oh. Nintendo, you cannot sue us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a pre like, open we source. You know, <laughs> yeah. Actually I think yeah, they right. could still sue us for probably. recording that. Yeah, right. probably good. I'm sorry, or something. Nintendo. It's close yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah. You know? exactly, exactly. I bought a switch. Come on. <laughs> um so uh yeah, I I'm uh, on the subreddit uh for Math Rock on oh, Reddit. Nice. And uh, there was uh, somebody posted this thing, uh, and it was just all like, when video game music is more math than you could ever be. And if you listen to the uh, Mario Kart, uh, like from N64, some of the mathiest shit you'll ever hear. Oh, I'm sure. It's I don't doubt it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's a lot of music that you wouldn't like, uh, like, like Trogdor from uh, Home yeah, Runner. Yeah, yeah. That shit's oddly mathy. Really? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't doubt it. Yeah. Well, the whole That's thing, funny. like, video game music is super peculiar because, like, you have to, it has to be able to loop. Mm-hmm. And that that's a big thing. And, like, you have to be able to not tell. There can right. be exactly. transitions, yeah, but it yeah, has yeah. to be able to loop. Because mm-hmm. somebody could take two minutes in a section, somebody could take thirty minutes. So right. it's yeah. like, yeah. that shit's insane. That's <laughs> a whole like can of worms that I would never want to get into. I think scoring sounds amazing, right? But not well, video see, game music. I don't even think scoring sounds amazing. Well, I mean, nowadays, yes, like modern scoring for video games, cool. You can have unlimited songs, unlimited tones, great. But again, this is a podcast, you know, trivia that I've gotten from the past few months. But back in the day, you know, when you're like composing for the NES, you have four tracks for the entire fucking game. Yeah. And it's got to be a dungeon track that goes with all the dungeons, an overworld track that goes with all the overworld, you know what I mean? So it's like, in a way, it's be, be super fucking stressful. And you can only have four layers per song. So, you know, in Zelda, when you get your hearts down and you got like a beep, beep, that would actually fuck up the main melody. So people actually like that because it skips these random notes that were the oh, main yeah, part yeah, yeah, to damn. go with one of the parts that's the beeping of the heart. So you get these weird, like, idiosyncrasies, mathy parts, you know, where, like, you know, the one and three of the fourth part of the fourth song of the dungeon track is actually not there. I wonder if they found, like, certain, like, kind (laughs) of loopholes around that, because I've been messing with recording on cassette tape recently, Mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of cassette tape, the way it works is there's so many tracks on, like, half of the tape, and then so many tracks on the other half. Right. So, you know, maybe you can only get away with four tracks, like, recording four tracks on a cassette tape mm-hmm. uh, if you're just recording straight onto it but there is this like kind of little hack that what you can do is access that other half which is the side b and right. just make it okay so now i have eight tracks to work, yeah, work with yeah, so i yeah. wonder if there's that kind of thing for like a maybe eight so. bit video game type yeah, thing there might be some way all right hagen uh, hey listen yeah right. Right. Do, um, do the noise again so people know where it, we are do it again oh, shit dude <laughs> Um. Okay. <laughs> Double sued. <laughs> Damn it. Um. So, I was in New York recently. And oh, I'm... we'll explain the segment, oh, just in case. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this is this what is where, this is where we say what we're listening to. Cool. Yeah, we're... my bad. Hagen's glaring at me for doing that. <laughs> this is what we're no, gonna go. I feel bad now. I I didn't think we're gonna go stupid. around in a circle, or I think we're more in a square right now. Uh, just uh, talking you about what go around in a circle. Yeah, we're gonna throw this podcast in a circle, <laughs> and uh, we're just gonna say what we're listening to. It can be also if you've seen movies, that kind of shit. If you don't really listen to music a ton, but. Uh, we'll go first if you guys want to pull up your Spotify and do that kind of shit. Sure, yeah, sure. Uh, so Tesseract released uh, a, a single, Luminary, really, really good. Uh, has like the biggest like blue balls in a breakdown ever. <laughs> uh, wow. It does. It's wonderful. 
uh, listening to this group called Brotherly. They're not really a, a, a band anymore, I don't think, but they have like this one album that's just like groovy as hell with a bunch of like metric modulation that's just totally out there. Cool. In Britain, aren't they called Brotherly? Brotherly, yes. <laughs> like I was saying earlier, I was in New York recently, and uh, I've, been, so I've been listening to a ton of like Broadway soundtracks. Uh, so the one I'm listening to the most is The Last Five Years, which there's a movie of it on Netflix with... Anna Kendrick and Jeremy Jordan. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, I'll just stop there. Okay. Um, My big thing that I've been listening to recently is uh, the new MGMT album, uh, Little Dark Age. I'm one of those people where uh, that first album, I like it. It has its place. The second album, congratulations. Incredible. I love that. It, yeah, it yeah, really yeah. feels like what they wanted to do, and then uh, more compositional, exactly less pop hits. And then uh, their third album, I really like that one as well. Mm-hmm. But I could see why people wouldn't be into it. And then this fourth album, I feel like it's a healthy in between. Like interesting, it's incredible. I love like yeah, the yeah. one of the lead singles, "When You Die," is incredible. Like huh. it has just one of the coolest hooks that I've heard oh, in recent. It and it's it, yeah. it's definitely it has that kind of like. I don't want to say cure feel, but kind of that. Uh, yeah. 80s, totally in right now, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. '80s feel Vibe, of like right. kind of yeah. like dark synth right. kind of thing. It, Got it's some really gated cool. drums, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that's uh, I've been listening to that at a ton. Um, uh, I have been listening to the new Marilyn Manson album for some reason. Huh. Um, for some reason. <laughs> I like Marilyn Manson, but it's one of those things where I feel like I classify that as one of my guilty pleasures for some reason i put that there i'm right there with you yeah it's, it's just in the like, closet yeah it definitely is like i've seen him live a couple times just because it's like oh well i'm here to see this band right like, he's right, here right. that kind of thing but yeah i've been listening to that and uh, uh i've been listening to mom jeans and uh tiny moving parts because i just saw them live so that was really fun um yeah that's all i got i can go on all day yeah, we could too, probably. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Please don't use this as a soapbox because yeah, we've had bands do that and I'm gonna, almost had to cut them I'm off. I'm going to be short like, and stop. concise, you know. Oh, um, God. And uh, sorry if I say any of Randall's because we, you know, most of the time it's we bounce things off each other all I'm the time. I'm sorry too, Randall. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I know you love Marilyn Manson. <laughs> Did you hear about that recent show that he did? That like yeah. apparently like oh, ended fell. like as yeah. a, no no there was one like no like, what? in the it's last different. week or two where it's he nuts. like yeah he played and like apparently he's like he came out and he was kind of like mumbling he all the words like, five and, like songs. yeah he played like four or five songs and he kind of like stormed off the stage and people were like booing and screaming so he came back out with a guitar and just kind of like jammed to like the band playing and then he the just hell? like kind of like he, I think he like threw it down and just walked well, off. Well, he something. was mumbling into the mic and then yeah. started saying stuff like uh, and. Sorry if I've gotten this wrong. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. It's one of those things where he started mumbling, and apparently he was trying to coerce the crowd and to say, uh, I love you, Manson, and like say that, <laughs> and they wouldn't do it, and then they what? just started yelling, like, fuck <laughs> you, Manson. He's like, all right, I'm done, and left. That's and bizarre. Just like, also, yeah. like, I saw something that, like, somebody um, uh, is accusing him of, not, like, uh, like sexual harassment. Right. Oh, wow, yeah, Like, not yeah. assault, but harassment. Mm, I mean, um, but... Yeah. I read I his book. Know. I wouldn't doubt it. You know, yeah. he's, he's one of those dude. dudes who like really pushes the line for me. It's just yeah. like where is he? He, it it's like exceedingly in the gray area with whatever he does. Yeah. But nowadays, people realize, hey, that's not okay all the time. Yeah. Not that it ever was, and that nowadays it's just suddenly we, you know, 
Sorry to get down that dark road. No, 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 no. What are you guys listening to? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, I've been listening to uh, a lot of like droney long stuff because I, I do a lot of retouching because I'm like my job is like photography, so I end up behind a computer looking at files a lot. And so like so, like constantly like albums or like songs that I have to keep putting on are annoying, so I like longer compositions as of recently. So like Tangerine Dream, Klaus Schultz, again, mostly stuff that he's put on Sound Creature that has put me on my YouTube. And then, of course, YouTube reads my data and my analytics and then sends it back to me. Um, a lot of early Aphex Twin I've been really, really into because it's really melodic. It's not like breakbeat Aphex Twins, which everyone thinks of, you know. It's like in the 90s when he was writing extremely musical major key stuff. You so know, are you a, friend, a fan of like the Richard D. James album? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's... Great, you know, okay. but like I'm specifically referring to like the Analord series yeah. where it's just like fucking like hook after hook, and you're like, holy shit! Like, he's one of those artists like, where oh. I tried to get into him, and there's such a plethora of like yeah. stuff, right. and uh, it's yeah. so different, right? Some it's of them so are different. Piano ballads, well, and, and that's the other thing is like when I first listened to Apex Runs, I was like, this is fucking garbage. Like, I was just like, it's breakbeat, like, fuck that, you know, I'm not into that right now. And again, I was really young, but now I love that shit, but again, like. The analog is way poppy, you know, like, well, poppy for him, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I got, like, two of his records for $10, and I was like, that was a steal. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, you know, electronic, minimalist stuff. Just, um, yeah, Clash Holes, Tangerine Dream. There's another one that I'm, I'm spacing. Uh, lots of Susan Chiani, just because she's real hot right now. And her stuff is like really dreamy, and also one of the, like the six bands I have on my phone. So I think we've already nailed it. But if anybody has some really hard to uh, like uh, pronounce bands, Adam, the guy who does all the show notes and everything for yeah. this, isn't here, so he will have to decipher whatever you say. So that would be really nice to make yeah, it difficult. He, he for tags him. all the bands, like he finds links to all the bands <laughs> um, in the section. Oh, well, he's wow. gonna, he's way better at that. Yeah. So, so, so if you're just li- give us at least one, if yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One really difficult. It can be another language oh, or man. a made-up word. Think. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one band I'm always listening to is this band Popo Vool. They're like, uh, they did soundtracks for. Um, a lot of Werner Herzog films in the 70s right. and stuff like that. Like, uh, And, I mean, Herzog is a crazy director and did all this weird shit. And uh, so they were just two little German dudes that just did all this kind of... They started out doing synthesizer music, but they actually totally stopped and just went to, like, guitar, piano, and drums. And from there kind of made all this... It almost sounds like cultish, kind of, like, these kind of huge, weird sort of, like really strange kind of huge open rock sounding songs that are really bizarre and weird but uh yeah i'm always listening to them so i forgot to say john carpenter been listening to a lot of john carpenter and that goes back to movie scoring and things like that like i've been really into that evangelist because who can't get into evangelist you know i've gotten into like scores recently because you know some of my favorite musicians will do scores and that kind of was like a springboard for me to go like oh well how about let's get out of just listening to like John Williams because that has like a, a feel for me. Yeah, let's, exactly. And like exactly. I would always listen to like John Williams and like the Lord of the Rings soundtracks, but it's like, hey, let's actually try to separate the movie and totally. the, um, you know, yeah. music and listen to it. And man, that that's such a cool thing to do. Yeah, it is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you. Oh no, no, that was. I mean, you know, a lot of the same stuff you said, and just a lot of other weird stuff. Yeah. Well. Um, where can people find you guys? Uh, we didn't mention it 
I mean, we talked about it, but didn't like actually mention it by name. But you guys have an EP out called the Aftertouch mm-hmm. EP, mm-hmm. or just yep. Aftertouch. Yeah, just Aftertouch. Aftertouch. Yeah, we put that out last uh, no April, worries. and uh, we're about to record again uh, next month. Are That's you guys gonna? You get? Uh, we're gonna see. We're not really <laughs> sure <yet>. we'll see. <laughs> Didn't we'll you guys see. record with uh Michael Briggs? Michael, yeah, Michael Briggs last, last time. time. We're doing. Uh, I believe we're gonna do Dreamy Life this next time nice. so it should be neat um be a little different and they and, have like pearl uh, earl and yeah they did they did pearl earl and uh i've really i've it, got kind of too. a goal i'd like to try to make our way into fort worth a little more mm-hmm. and so uh it's hard it's a good but, goal. Uh, yeah fort worth is it's a little trickier weird. yeah it's, and it's, uh it's country land yeah, exactly, and so it, it and it may be especially difficult for us, but we've uh, we've done it a few times. But it was always like weird fucking shows that like, you know, it was something where it was it was like twenty bands playing or something, you know, where it just yeah, got kind of complicated. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> stuff like that where it was like it was weird. We played some like benefit stuff and other stuff, which was fun, but it was like we haven't really gotten to just play oh, yeah. some like weirder shows. Was so, that that? Uh, play, uh, I think there's the one. There was the with one like uh, Dome Dwellers and stuff. We saw the one at five one five bar. Yeah, and then uh, oh, I don't yeah, know if you guys yeah. played that or not. Mm-hmm. They do, they do some benefits at shipping and receiving sometimes. Yeah, like Chris that. Cotter has his yeah. name and all that stuff. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, we'd, yeah, we'd like to do some stuff like that, cool. but it's been hard. We uh, we played at Lola's like a couple years ago, and that was pretty much it. Other than that, yeah, we, Lola's is basically like turned yeah. into one hundred percent a country bar. Wow, that's uh, crazy. Also a hard sell just in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you guys have the EP. You're going to be recording soon. Do you yeah. guys have any uh, any shows coming up? That you we want are. People uh, to know about. Yeah, we're going to be playing at Harvest House Sick. on dun, dun, dun. Uh, March 8th, I believe, is a Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's for their anniversary party. And nice. uh, we're playing with uh, The Red Death and the Sleepy House. So awesome. that should be interesting. Yeah. And uh, it should be a little. For anybody who doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it should be weird. We've, we've only played there once. And, uh, you know, it should be interesting. The right so, one uh, I got one of my synthesizers and, like, to replace another one of my old synthesizers and like shit hit the fan so i'm excited to redeem myself at harp's house because i was kind of having a panic attack that show yeah as yeah. often as it does happen <laughs> yeah i can so, imagine yeah. we have that and then uh we're gonna be on the uh in april we will be playing the acid kool-aid festival yeah uh, which will be at several venues Oh yeah, that, that, that last year was just at Backyard, but mm-hmm. now yeah. it's at like Andy's Backyard and is it Dan's? Dan's, also? I believe. Right. Yeah. So Very I, cool. I think we're cool. playing at Backyard on we the are. Sunday. On Sunday. With a uh, Defrain, Cygnus, Botany, and New Fumes yeah. among others. So That's it should be, be really uh, cool. Kudos kind of to a... you for being able to remember every band. <laughs> like yeah, we we like and looking f- it up. Yeah, friends yeah, with most of them. Like it's like a. Like that bill. Yeah, that one's kind of fucking like, awesome. We're, we're yeah, lucky like, to have like a homies show. Yeah, in, uh, it's like, finally, so it'll be nice. So yeah, uh, looking good. forward to it. They kind of they're doing like a almost like a Sunday electronic showcase sort of thing. So awesome. we have bands from Austin and Dallas and stuff. So, and so where can people find you guys on like social media and all that uh, stuff? Yeah, we're doing the Facebook, the Instagram. Band we camp. got Bandcamp. I believe we're on Spotify and. Maybe Apple Music too. I think we Apple are. Music. So and then YouTube. Like yeah, we have a little yeah. bit on YouTube. Does and, it matter uh, how they spell y'all's name? The Amberson or the Ann? You can definitely. Yeah, I mean, Sorry, it, that's the, no, no, that, no, that's yeah. the first time I've ever asked that. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, well, you got to do Ann because Ambersands can't work. Okay, like, so yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it's usually it's felt, the felt and for A and D, but the Ambersand is just visual. Right. You know, yeah, like it's it. just visual, but yeah, so felt yeah. and. If you ever see a sticker Ambersand, if you ever see it written out. And yeah, 
Well, I just I fear that right now on a computer. Yeah, I fear <laughs> I fear that there's gonna be that like one time with like you know somebody's band like they're just gonna look up and like type it out wrong and they're just like well fuck it yeah and exactly then never exactly. listen to their favorite band. <laughs> well, see what's like, nice though because again you got Google like hat with our phones and our dumb thumbs we can spell everything wrong and Google will automatically jump to the correction yeah, just and knows boom you, you meant Felton Fur right oh they're also yeah. from Denton thanks yeah. you know like well I have I have the thing where. My favorite band is uh, Between the Buried and Me. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Dude, they're touring again. I'm fucking stoked. Oh, I'm there. I'll yeah. There. <laughs> Did you see Colors when they came through? Yeah. I couldn't afford it. It sold out so quickly. And then all the yeah. scalper tickets were like 100 bucks. I was like, I love Between the Buried and Me. Yeah, I, I love say, Colors. were like 15 bucks, yeah, something we, like that. Yeah, but they, they sold out like that. Yeah. They sold out in like three minutes or something yeah. like that. It was fucking ridiculous. They're touring the new record this right, time. Right, which, I, again, I'm stoked, but Colors, man. Well, yeah, Colors. Is, colors. Yeah, Colors is that. But with, with them, I... In my eyes, well, I wish I'd have known that because none of these guys are, you know, that nerdy about it. They they wouldn't be able to sing every word with me, you know. Like we're oh, going yeah. next time, bro. Like no, I'll, I'll, you I'll, just made yourself a new metal friend. Yes, <laughs> I'm always looking. For, I'm always looking for those. But so so I, I I have them in my in my iTunes, and it says between the buried ampersand me, and then there's oh, another yeah, one yeah, that's yeah, between yeah. the buried right. and yeah. me. Fucking and tags. Like, what did you get it on Frostwire or something? No, no. This was two set. This no, was like this that's was, just tags being inconsistent, man. That's yeah. like the bane of my existence. Before yeah. iTunes, I used to tag all that shit by hand. Like fucking, I have super OCD with like music libraries. I still do that today. Yeah, when I mean, somebody has like a guest, uh, or like a you know, like somebody featured right. on a song, it'll come up as a separate album. I'm just right. like, fuck this. I like, know you got to go. And I take them out and take it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, uh, people can find us at uh, dfta show. I believe. Uh, Don't feed the artists is the name. Or somewhere on Facebook and Instagram, I think. Yeah. DFTA podcast or yeah. DFTA show. We're in everyone's favorite podcast. But what's funny, and I just noticed this right now as we say this, you can find us in your favorite podcast at the end of the episode as if somebody has Wait, already not figured you know, out how to listen I've to thought, this. I've thought about that every time Adam says that, and I'm like, There's a reason he's us. not here. <laughs> if they made it this far, you know. But the, but I guess the I guess the argument would be if they're listening to us like on the DFTA.show or something like That's that. That's true, because you can listen to us on the website. You can listen to us iTunes yeah. and everywhere. But yeah. uh, so I just thought of I started thinking scenarios like maybe your friend put it on then fell asleep and you didn't want to wake him up and ask where to find you guys. That's true. You know, yeah, that's fair. Totally want to take true. over? Guess yeah. cover all angles. But um, anyways, yeah. Thanks for that, having us. Yeah, thanks yeah. for being here. Yeah, that, um, Nerd now. Woo!